On our last show, you may recall that Zog's blog and Fishing in the Nether did not air. And I had mentioned that there had been a bit of a, a kerfuffle that occurred between Zog and Baby Ghoul. Well, ever since Big V blew up the studio about a year ago, remember that? Maybe you have, maybe you don't, but yes, Big V did indeed blow up the studio. I installed a little black box to guarantee that none of the staff would ever touch it. I made sure that it had a big fluffy picture of a bunny on it and put a sign on it that said work to do around the studio. And this guaranteed that absolutely no staff member would ever touch it. But it was our little black box. Well, out of the wreckage, we have uncovered it and have proof of what happened last show and why Zog and Fishing in the Nether could not be aired. And we now play for you here exactly what occurred. Okay, guys, just give me uh, another couple of minutes. I just got to wrap it up with Big V, and then I will get to you too, okay? Awesome. Okay, okay I'm just going to... Uh, okay, yeah. okay, guys. Have, have fun or whatever you do in there. And I am back. Good. So, uh, I don't know. Yes, that's a book. Yes. Yeah, yes, I get ah, it. It's a book. Like book. Ah. Yes, very nice. Hi. What's your name? Zog of XP. Of X? Of X? P. P. Zog of XP. Can X your puny mind grasp My patients died along with my soul, so How come I have you're wearing dress? How come you're wearing dress? It's not a dress. It's a tunic. Okay? It's a traditional spellcaster's robe. It's purple and blue with dress. Oh, this is sparkling. Or the catch is springy. It's a bounce. Bounce, 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 bounce. Spooly! I lost the spooly. Where the spooly go? Oh, my God. What? What? What kind of... I don't even know what you... Shut up! Shut up! What? For two seconds. For two seconds. One. Kind. What kind of creature conceived you? Who creates a baby ghoul? Dada! 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 Why don't you go back to bouncing on the couch? I like that better. Why don't you why don't you just go on the couch, couch over there? One, 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 two. What, what are you doing? Yes, I'm bouncing. Ah, God. Anymore, if you don't sit down and shut up, I will pull out my wand. I swear to God, I will pull out my wand and I will fry you. Can I sit in your lap? No, you can't sit in my lap. No! 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 Get out! You are going to go sit over there on the couch, be quiet, and just shut up. What are you doing? Is that supposed to be humming? Is that supposed to be humming? No, I'm not humming. I'm not humming. I'm being quiet. No, being quiet involves actually not talking. That sounds like the theme song to Legend of Zelda. Why are you singing the Legend of Zelda? Be quiet! That's it, you want the wand? I'll give you the wand. Let me see if it's the wand. No, no, let go. No, give that back. Get that back. You don't know what that's capable of. You don't know what that's capable of. Oh, oh my god, there are tentacles all over the ceiling. Look, you're controlling powers of the very darkest nethers. Do not. No, no! Walker. God, he's wrecking him all over here. I like this place. 
Oh, there goes that. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no, 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 the couch. Oh, I love that couch. I love that couch. Ah! Oh, I paid for that couch. Ah, you, little monstrosity, do not make another move. Oh my god. Oh my god, she's going to kill me when she sees the ceiling. Oh my god. Give me the wand. Give me the wand. Oh my god, you're just getting flesh all over the walls. Oh my god, look at No! There goes the right wing. Be careful with that. No. What in the name of the nether is going on in here? Um. It's just better if you just pretend like the wall is still there. We're not here. I'm sorry. Please don't hurt me. Oh, dear God. Give him a wand. No, no, I didn't give him the wand. He stole the wand. I was trying to sit down and I was trying to just. Nice give me a wand. I love it. Nice man, give me a wand. See? Look. What the hell is going on in here? Nothing. And welcome to For the Horde Radio, the show where we talk about WoW, but eh, nobody listens. Thank you very much for downloading and listening. If you are one of those people who are listening, thank you very, very much. Couple of things we have to news items. Normally we try to save news for the end, but no, we have news at the beginning. Aha! Switching it around. Couple of major news items. Well, major on our end. First is this will be the last show before summer hiatus. Gotcha, didn't I? Yes, we are, uh, if, for those longtime listeners that we have, last year, yes, we went on summer hiatus, and we are doing it again. Just one of those, say, everyone's on vacation, they're going here, they're going there, oh, it's impossible to try to get a show together during the summertime. However, we will return August 16th for our second year anniversary show. Can you believe it? Two years. Two years we have been doing this. I can't believe it. I, no, really, I can't believe I've been doing this for two years. Really, seriously. So, just a heads up, we will be returning August 16th for the, with the two-year anniversary show. Second big news is for those who listened and were ready for it, was supposed to be on the launch show for What's Your Show with Zombie Head. Some of you... I, we posted on the website, we did a great interview with Zombie Head, and if you were around on June 27th, you may have noticed, hey, that didn't happen. It did not indeed. Um, unfortunately, our friend Zombie Head has some technical issues and um, tried to, to get them fixed, and unfortunately, the show could not launch when he wanted it to. So, that also will be coming sometime in August. We do not have a rescheduled date yet, but when I do have one, I will definitely let you guys know. So those are our two news items. 
that we want to, to present to you here. And other than that, let us get on with the important things. The reason we do this show, the reason you listen, because we discuss important things about World of Warcraft. Fire Festival! You call it whatever you want. It's a fire festival, okay? What is it? What? I don't, honestly, <laughs> I don't even know what its actual name is. I just call it the Fire Festival, and well, why not? Because, hey, it has flames, it's a festival, by the time this show airs, it will be over. But, let us recap, as so often I do when we have such an event in-game, because it is fun to recap. And I will admit, Fire Festival was not bad. I had never really done any of it, ever, really, seriously, because it was why, but of course, achievements, yes, we know, we know, Violet Proto Drake, yes, 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 so did the whole shebang. I will say, when it first kicked off, and I started, well, my first goal when I first did this, actually before I even get into this, before I forget, and because I, I do not want to forget, I must give super mega awesome, super duper, huge, ginormous shout outs to Corn, Canny, and GT of Off The Air Guild. Huge major shout outs to the three of you for your assistance and help in the Fire Festival activities. Without your help, I would not have done it. No, I wouldn't have. So thank you, all three of you. You are awesome and the best. And now I will continue about my adventures during the Fire Festival, which aren't actually that many. Because it's pretty straightforward, right? You go, yeah, you honor the flame. I always got a snicker when I, I you know, and <laughs> how many times did I do this? I did not read anything they said. They go yada, yada, yada about something, you know, honor your ancestors, honor the flame. Yeah, 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 I honor the flame, I honor the flame. Give me my flowers, my money. Because at 80, you rack, oh, oh, my main, my 80, she racked up a nice little egg doing this. Holy cow. Nice, nice little egg. So my goal was, I of course, I well, here's the thing. I did, like, all of Kalimdor, Horde side only. You're my side, where I honored the flame. Do you honor the flame? Yes, I honor the flame. Give me the flowers of my money, you bastard. So, and then I would move on. And I did this fairly easy. It took me longer to get anywhere than it did to actually do this. But then I noticed that things that I had done, like I said, I really had never gotten into it. But, you know, last year, if I saw a flame, yeah. I'd go, yeah, I want to honor the flame, sure. But I didn't, like, stick to it. I didn't follow. I didn't care. And they weren't tripping this year. And when it first started, it didn't, they didn't, re <laughs> how brilliant is this of Blizzard? They didn't reset the quests. They didn't reset them. Didn't anyone look at this before it went in? Blizz? Anyway. Did, actually, though, to us early birds, it, this was a good thing. This turned out to be a very good thing because I did end up with like the Kalimdor Horde side achievement. And then they went ahead and reset everything. And I could do it again. It still held for my achievements. It didn't count toward that anymore because I had done it. But I could go ahead and do the flames again. So I made more money and I had more flowers. This was awesome. Really, I, I personally, because for a while there, let me tell you, I was sitting there going, I hate Blizzard. I hate you so much. You didn't reset the quest, you bastards. What are you doing to me? And then they reset it, and I made twice as much. So, okay, I can't fault them. I rather like that. But I did want help. Actually, not even help. I wanted company when I was going to extinguish the flames. It's one of those things. You just kind of want company. You don't want to do it by yourself. I didn't want I mean, I could have. Sure. But I didn't want to go by myself. How boring. It's like, oh, no. It's far more fun to do it with 
guildies or a friend or something. So that is where those three super people I mentioned earlier came and helped. And it's a good thing because, you know, and, and I know I'm, I've mentioned, you know, Horde. Yes, Horde rocks. Because, and, and I've played, and people have said, haven't you ever played Alliance and it's like up to level, you know, five? Yeah, I've dabbled. I've, I've, I've played. I have played every class. Have I played Alliance anywhere past, like, seriously, level 10? No. I've been as far as Goldshire. You know, maybe Stormwind. Maybe. In my youth, as it were. My early days of WoW. And went, this sucks, and stopped doing it. Those people like me, who never really dabbled on the other side, and I think it would probably, you know, vice versa, have a real disadvantage when it comes to stuff like this. Because I didn't know where Squat was as far as extinguishing these flames. Now, some were pretty easy to find. They were right next to the horde, and then some were not. And you kind of had to know where you were going, and I didn't. This was bad. That is why I, another reason why I needed someone to help me, because I had no clue where this stuff was at all. But we did it over the course of several days, because it, did take, it takes you longer to get anywhere than it does to actually do this. And extinguishing the flames were not bad. We did, you know, I think the worst of it was like Goldshire. Of course, it's Goldshire. Yeah, Goldshire was pretty bad when we went to extinguish it, you know, got beat. Now, I went into this, having said in the past, this is not a secret. I don't PvP. I don't like PvP. It's just not my thing. So knowing this, I went into this not expecting to do anything as far as battle. I know I can't PvP. I wasn't going to attempt to PvP, and I knew I was going to be greatly, greatly outnumbered if I tried. Why do this to myself? Instead, I made sure that I came along with... Well, when I started out, I put on my spring dress from Noble Gardens. This way I could plant a flower. After I extinguished the flame, I'd plant a flower. There, giving back to nature. I came armed with pumpkin heads, bunny ears, and baby spice. I was ready for anything. Because let me tell you, any alliance came at me, I would throw something i'd throw a pumpkin hat at him i'd put a pair of bunny ears on him and of my all-time favorite the baby spice i love baby spice now we have mentioned baby spice but in case you don't know what that is you only get in a flipping dalaran for doing the flipping dalaran cooking quests i don't think you can buy it if you can buy it let me know i have yet to see it for sale like the cooking vendor but you get it as part of the dalaran daily cooking reward it shrinks your target for what a minute i think if that i wish it lasts longer and it's just cute you, they just look cute as a bug they just look just so cute running around this tiny little thing it shrinks mounts too and believe me it shrinks arthas as an aside yes it does if you're not now not lich king arthas not him it does shrink uh when you're doing calling of strat because i tried it because i hate arthas in that i really do he's oh oh my god i hate him in that and just pissed off as all hell, Mr. Agro Magnet. I threw a baby spice at him and he shrunk. I laughed. I thought it was great. Anyway, so that's all it does. It doesn't change your ability. You can still cast spells. You can still attack. It doesn't change a damn thing. It just makes you tiny. I went armed with this. And let me tell you, <laughs> I loved it. Because I'd get ganked, you know, air, you know, ganged up on. And the first alliance who came at me, I'd baby spice him. There'd be this big old moonkin chicken looking thing. And they get shrunk down. I was amused. I was totally amused by this. It's like, I know I'm going to die. Go right ahead. But damn it, I got a baby spice off on you. Or I got a pumpkin head. 
I have my mass quantities of pumpkin heads still. Or, yes, now, the bunny ears, but there's a damn five-minute cooldown on the thing. But I have it. I have it. How awesome is that? You have a little gnome coming at you and go, whack! I was trying to get a gnome with the baby spice, because my philosophy on this was, well, if I hit a gnome with baby spice, will they just, like, vanish into nothing? I'm thinking that might be the case. So I went armed in this fashion, not intending to do actual battle with anybody. I didn't wear armor, didn't you know, wasn't equipped with weapons, didn't have my pet out, nothing. I'm not in the mood for a fight. That's not what I'm doing, this guy. You want to fight? Fine. But I'm not going to be here, you know, I'm not going to even try. Because why? I'm greatly outnumbered. There's, you know, two, three of us and 80 of you. I don't think so. Now, I got to share a little story about stealing the big city flames. Because what happened was, the first night we tried this, we were doing, like, continents at a time. So, our insane bot priest and myself, just the two of us, went out and were, you know, gathering flames, you know, honoring flames and extinguishing flames. And then she says, let's go for the Night Elf one and the Drain Eye one. I went, oh, crap. Now, it is a good thing she, because I had no idea where to go. She's like, okay, come with me, come down. And I vaguely remember this from when we did the Elders. You remember my glorious story with the Elders? The Elders were all over the place. To get to the Night Elf one, which admittedly, it wasn't too bad because it's not actually in the city, which was nice. But you still got to take a flipping boat. So go run through the, you know, run through the tavern, run down the dock, you know, make a right. When you get to the crossroads or whatever at the docks, make a right. So that's what I do. We go running through, run, make a right. Okay, waiting for the boat. Now I have NPCs chasing me. Of course you do. They are not big NPCs. They are wee small NPCs. They come up and start hitting you. You're like, go away. Would you leave me alone? Go away. Here's what happened. About the time I was running up to the dock, the boat did show up. We both hop on. I got this NPC guard just like, ha, hoo, he, ha, oh, he. I'm like, oh, God. Now, I have, now, I told you, I'm not armed. And I'm just kind of like, oh, aren't you going to, like, leave? Don't you get tired of this eventually and just leave me alone? She chased me onto the boat, this NPC. Now, out of a very, very bad habit on my hunter, I did something I shouldn't have done. The automatic reaction when I'm on my hunter and engaged in battle is when I'm engaged is my first reaction is to back up. And the reason I back up is because, well, I'm a hunter. I'd like to get put some distance between me and you so I can shoot you in the face. Well, I backed up and backed right off the boat. There was no guardrail there, you see. I kind of, th- I saw one, but apparently it's just for show. So I back up and go right off the damn boat into the water. Insane Bob Priest, where'd you go? I fell in. You what? I fell in. How do I get back up? You have to go all the way back, cut through the tavern, up the docks again. I went, oh. So she gets off the boat to wait for me. I go swimming back, go to the thing, running back. Fine. Waiting for the boat again. But I was kind of glad. See, things happen for a reason. I was very glad that I did this because when I returned, and there's the same bot priest, you know, arms folded, tapping her foot with that blood elf look on her face going, you troll. You know, about then. <laughs> but there were suddenly a bunch of other horde. There was a, another troll. There was a tauren. There was an orc. I was like, yeah, my peeps. All right. I felt better that there were horde. And the boat comes and we all get on. Obviously, it's like, yeah, they're doing the same thing we're doing. And that's cool. I like this. So we all get on. And coming up right behind us, we're all on, waiting for the boat to take off. I'm getting, you know, from the Insane Priest, don't fall off. All right, I won't fall off again. Okay. While we're waiting, a human death knight steps onto the boat. Now, here was the funny part. I can only imagine what it looked like from their angle. 
because I know I was kind of off to the side, like behind the mast. And a couple of people had like run up on the upper part of the boat. So I think all he saw when he came on was our insane bot priest. Level 80 Death Knight looking at a level 80 priest. And I think a flagged level 80 priest, by the way. And I betcha he was thinking about it. Betcha he was. And he apparently rethought it when he took a bigger look around the boat. Because, of course, as I sidestep out, there's level 80 troll hunter. There comes up, you know, the warrior orc. Above, on top of the deck, was a level 80 mage. And over here was a horrid death knight of our own. And he rethought him himself there and probably decided, mm, no, I won't be engaging in battle. A very wise decision. So we get the Night Elf Flame. We go running through the portal because she's like, we got to extinguish the one over here. I'm like, oh, crap. So we do that. Then we decide to go to Exodar. Our next big target is Exodar. And what a pain in the ass it is to get there. Holy God. Again, we had to go back on the boat because, well, what we did was we hearthed out. This probably wasn't the best idea, but eh, six of one. We hearthed out so we wouldn't have to go running all the way back, running through the blood, uh, the pity's sake, running through the night elf village. You know, back out on the boat. We just decided hearth. So we hearthed. And then it was, okay, now go back. <laughs> Shoot. So we go back and she's like, okay, this time go all the way to the end of the dock. Don't fall off. You know, we get all the way to the end of the dock. You take the boat to wherever. And then you got to run through God knows what. What a pain and the flippin' ass when all the bloody alliance have to do is go through the plague lands to get to the ghost lands. I digress. The good part about this was this. No one else was there. <laughs> yeah, it took us a freaking, you know, half hour to get out there. But there was there weren't alliance around either. So all we had to do was contend with NPCs. Which are pretty you know, they're they're pretty elite. They're elite NPCs and we just went charging through. Well here was the fun part. Never like really again having dabbled in this stuff. Not terribly familiar. I'm following her. Hey, the woman can bubble. She's a priest. She can bubble. She let the charge. I'm following behind. Because I also don't know where the frig I am. We get down to the end, and all of a sudden, she makes a very sharp right. And I almost missed it and went flying off the side again. I was doing really well for this. I, let me tell you, I stopped myself in time, which was thank God, because I never would have found my way back. And we made it there. But yeah, the good news is there were no players. There was, I think there was a level 10 chasing after us with the guards, like trying to get a shot in. Like, what are you, nuts? Are you crazy? I'll sneeze and you'll die. Go away, little thing. Yeah, we, we did that. We just had NPC trouble. No player trouble. Stormwind and Ironforge, however. Oh, dear Lord. Well, I have to tell you about the whole, um, we hit Ironforge first. We went into Ironforge first. And this time we had our buddy GT with us, who was awesome. We go into Ironforge through the front door. And again, I'm just sticking on people because I don't know where I am. It's dark. There are short people, dwarves all over the place. I don't know where I am. And let me tell you, this was flipping far into the city too. We get to the flame. We get beat up by NPCs before we even hit the flame because I was getting stunned and stuff. It was like, go, go. And we end up getting, you know, massacred. You come running back. Okay, fine. And I res like right. And by then there's like all these 80s circle. They're like freaking sharks circling around this thing. So we quickly, we like rezzed literally on the fire, um, snagged it, and went right for the tram. Now here was the problem. I go running through to get to the tram. They're in. I was behind. I go in. <laughs> 
it was one of those moments where it you would have screamed i come through because you do the little change screen or whatever when i come out i'm facing a drain eye so this must have been a rude shock to both of us here this player is looking at a troll and i'm looking at a drain eye and i bet you the two of us went ha ah! because i did and i start running and of course they just went into mode they went into hammer 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 so we engaged in battle actually i didn't i was just baby spicing and pumpkin head and anyone i could find problem is um i got killed obviously and fell back i got like knocked back or whatever and i landed on the tram and the tram starts taking off with my dead body on it so i'm being dragged down the path and then to add more gruesomeness i get scraped off the side and land in the middle of like the track as the tram moves on its very way how gruesome is that and talk about a hike back holy cow you know where they put us you know where it put us it put us up at the freaking logging camp. Yes! The damn logging camp is where it threw us up. We had to run all that way through Stormwind, back on the tram, dead, and go get our bodies. I had to go find mine. Mine was like halfway down the freaking tunnel. But we did it. Yes, we did, ladies and gentlemen. We got the damn flames. And I was so happy after extinguishing all these flames and I got all these extra flowers because of the, the reset. I got enough so I can get my, my fabulous summer outfit and had enough so I could get... I had a choice now between the pet and the little fire dancer. And I said, ooh, I want the pet. Now, for some reason, don't ask me why, for some reason, in my head, I was thinking it was like a Scorchling, like a tiny little fire elemental. And the thing I found out was a lot of people thought this. A couple of people thought the same thing. Don't get the pet, because the pet is a freaking blinking dot. That's it. A wisp would have been more interesting looking than this damn thing. And I spent 350 freaking flowers on it. It's a dot. It's a multicolored little pulsing dot. That's your pet. I was so disappointed. Utterly, utterly disappointed. Must say. Should have gotten the fire dancer. Big V got the fire dancer. <laughs> yes, he did. Are we shocked that he got the fire dancer? Please. Seriously. Come on now. So anyway, those were, uh, that was my adventure in Fire Festival Land place thing. Hope you had a good time with it. Must admit, coming out of that oh, freaking Orphan's Week nightmare PvP, this was not bad at all. Because I went into it with the mindset of, well, you can kill me all you want, because I know you're going to regardless. <laughs> I'm just going to screw with your head, because it's fun to do that. I'm just going to baby spice the ever-loving crap out of you, and you will be small. Like I said, biggest disappointment, couldn't find a gnome to use it on, because I was really hoping it would wink them out of existence, but never got to find that out. So hope you had a good time, had a much more, had a far better time than I did with Orphans Week, let me tell you. Next big one coming up, I believe, is Hollows. No, 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 not Hollows, and I'm sorry, Brewfest comes before Hollow's End. We're going to be back at Brewfest again. So that will be more fun for us to discuss. So on that note, we are going to go into a break. No, not a music break. We're changing things up here. Instead, I came across this and just said, you know, I got to play this again. Actually, I never actually played this, but I did recommend it because it is a WoW vid. Old, old WoW vid. But, you know, it just... It tickles me to no end. You really should go check it out on YouTube. When you hear it, you'll know it. But I just figured, you know what? The audio is pretty damn funny, too. So we hope you enjoy.
vending machine? Do I? No. Well, guess what? Apparently I am. If I'm not dispensing drinks to the oh-so-dehydrated population of Azeroth, oh, ever try to cut off a dwarf? So anyway, I'm also feeding everyone and their collector edition pandas. I mean, WTF? Is everyone homeless? This is worse than the New York City subway system. What is the New York City subway system? Don't worry about it, buddy. I have portals. I know things. Okay, so fine. I accepted the fact that I'm a damn vending machine. But do I get first dibs on 18 slot bags from Anixia? No! The damn warlocks do for shards. Seriously! One shard. Food. And drink. No. Not getting it, are ya? <laughs> no one thinks twice about how heavy 80 loaves of bread are. Hey man, I'm gonna go farm for a couple hours. Mind making me a hundred loaves of bread? Yes, I do f***ing mind. Did you just censor me? Man, this is bullshit. Ugh! Why don't I just farm for you? I mean, it would take the same amount of time. Who am I? Freaking Jaina Proudmore? I'm level 58. The chances of me getting exactly 100 is like me hitting the lotto. Yeah, once again, bud, I got portals. I know things. So I'm sitting here with 107 loaves of bread, and what do you do when I try to give it to you? Cancel the damn trade! Sorry, I don't have any more bag slots. Meanwhile, I had to sell my entire epic set to fit it in the first place. Ah! Okay, so now I have seven extra pieces of bread sitting in my bag. I'm tired. It was a lot of work to cast all that. So, I eat it. You'd think, sure, no problem. Ah! All that work, what seven loaves of bread? But now the gnome mages are teasing me, calling me overweight. At least gnomes are short and stout in nature. Us humans, we're known for being tall and slim. Well, I was slim back when I was level 10. I mean, you'd think with all that AoE grinding my guildmates make me do, some carbs would not be a problem. But I can't help that I have a slow metabolism. When somebody confused me for a torn at a costume party I was walking by, I knew it was time for a switch. I mean, look at me now! <laughs> I only heard rumors about it, but when I tried it, I couldn't believe the results. It's called a high-protein diet. Portals? No things? Catching on to that yet? I mean, I still play a mage, and I'm still a vending machine, but as an undead, it's okay to let the extra food rot in my bag, because I already smell. I don't even touch my own food anymore. After a rough grinding session in the Plaguelands, I just use Cannibalize. It gives me energy to keep going, and I don't have to carry it with me. You wouldn't believe how much money I bring in from the ghost mushrooms that mold onto my extra bread. My name is Atkins, and I'm a switcher. Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn, with your host, Big V. Big v. Big v. Big v. So, here we are. Here we are. The barn, we got the view from it. And we gaze from... We gaze or... from said barn. <laughs> and look out. Yeah. Over um, that livestock pavilion. Known as Thunder Bluff. Bluff. You know, how would it sound if Shatner did the intro? <laughs> Shat did the intro to View from the Barn. Oh, how cool would that be? I like it. Yeah. Go ahead. He probably he'd probably be hard to get. <laughs> you think? I don't know. He he does a lot of uh, 
I mean, dear God, he did, you know, he's the Proslon negotiator. I think we can get him. <laughs> Coming to you from high. Top of the flight point of that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff. It's the view from the barn with your host, Pig V. <laughs> no, it sucked, I know. Uh, <laughs> dude, I can't do Shatner. Come on. Yeah. I can never do Shatner. I've been back in the I've been back on in the game as a cow here lately. Moo. Yeah, moo, damn it. And are you enjoying it? Eh. Eh. You're not having fun with the cow. Ah, it's okay. It's okay. But I got I got one for you. Are you ready for this? Okay. Wait for it. Ding. What? You're not yeah. 70 anymore? Nope. 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 <gasps> nope. 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 Oh, oh. And a chorus of angels has gone Exactly. Up. Yeah, actually, I'm halfway through 72, I think. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, uh, I just got on the cow and started riding around. I mean, there are a, a ton of quests that I have not done. I mean, it's going to take me a blue million years to get out of the Boran Tundra. I've already mentioned in one you know, episode way, way back, one of the shows, that in the expansion, everybody's just kind of pissy. You know, quest givers will walk away from you. And, you know, you'll be about to turn in something, you know, the 15 heads in the bag. <laughs> and they walk away. You're like, no, 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 you son of a bitch. You're going to take these things. I hauled them all the way from whatever godforsaken flight point I was at. Rode my smelly-ass Kodo to find you with this bag of heads. You're going to stay put. Here, take them. I don't know what the hell you're doing with them, but take them. Bag of heads. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, every I, I found that everybody in the expansion is just pissy. Okay, everybody's pissy. Um, I don't know if they don't want to be there. I mean, look, they're at least on the same freaking planet. It's not like they had to go through the portal, and they're in a world that has been sundered, as it were, with chunks of it flying around everywhere and weird-ass, you know, rock formations flying out of the sky. Yeah, no, you don't have to do that. You're you're a Zeppelin right away. So why is everybody pissed? I don't get it. Anyway, so you fly from uh, War Songhold. You fly to Amber Ledge. What's the first thing you see there? Big damn dragon. Big <laughs> damn dragon. Something straws. Surus straws, I think. They're big on straws, but anyway. So what does he do? You you try to strike up a conversation with him, as you will. Yeah. You know, because you're standing there. You just landed, and you're trying to get a feel from the place. So he's like, hey, dragon, what's up? And he immediately starts talking about, you know, you know, why do you disturb my slumber? You know, I'll, you know, make you pay for a thousand years. Pain will be legendary. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Okay, dude, go back to sleep. <laughs> Sorry, I woke you. Sorry. Sorry. Here, just keep snoozing. It's okay. Then you go to Koldara. Okay. You go to Koldara. I... I always skipped it. I don't. I just. I don't know why or how. I just managed to keep skipping it. Dude, Koldara is suck. Oh, that's probably why I skipped it. Oh, he's freaking wormkin around there. Okay, so you you fly to Koldara, the name of which just sounds miserable. Okay, you get there, and it's this big damn bunch of blood elves, <laughs> and they're pissy. 
plow over <laughs> their butt elves. And the next thing is they're in a place called Koldara. Now, do you think that's a temperate place? No, not so much. There's snow. There's snow, and there's magic, and there's big freaking blue wormkin. The walkie dragons. Yes. <laughs> the walkie lizards. They're like Naga with legs. And they're about as pleasant. And so, you know, yeah, okay, I guess if I was in Koldar, I'd be a little pissy too. Okay, because here we gotta throw this shield up and keep it there. Oh, and while we're doing that, would you go outside and kill everything you see? <laughs> Thanks. All right, so you do. Oh, and we hid some crystals around here. We want you to do something with them. Take some readings. We sure. forgot where they are. They're you don't know where somewhere. they are. They're around here somewhere. I mean, They're, just... Yeah, just poke around. You'll find them. Yeah. There's one in the trench. And there's these like, jellyfish-looking mana snake thing. There's... And you never can tell where they are. Son of a... <sighs> Damn things are behind you. You're trying to hit them, and they look like they're in front of you, but are they? No, they're behind you. And you're swinging, and you're swinging. You can't attack that target. You're facing the wrong way. So you turn around, and you're still facing the wrong way. <laughs> Damn things 20 feet above you, but somehow or another, you can hit it. You can shield slam it. Schwank. Have you seen the quest? You may have seen this. I don't know if you've done it. There is some quest, which I think I did once, but apparently it's a daily. You can repeat it. Where you have Harping, to go... Uh, the drake? Yeah, you have to grab a drake and get a like a leash on it and drag it back. Yeah, seriously. If the blood elves want me to bring them a dragon back, <laughs> sure, sure. You want a dragon? Fine. Yeah, here, let me heave my harpoon at you. What's my name? Queequeg? No! <laughs> well, have Here, you ever seen people dragging drag. this thing behind them on their mount? Yeah, because it's the only way to get back in time. Oh, that's right. It's a time limit, too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and you've got to kind of plow the road before you get there. And it's not like these things will just fly right up to you and say, Hi, I'm the, I'm, I'm the blue dragon you want. <laughs> yep, just, I'll tell you what, just put it right there. Yeah, yeah right there. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, just drag me back. No, they don't do that. They don't come quietly either. So here you are, you know, you're on your mount, got this thing behind you, and it's like, come on, dragon. Come on, come on. <laughs> don't piss on the wormkin. It's only going to make it mad. Come on. So anyway, everybody's pissy. Even the Tonka. Oh, my God. You, you tromp through their sacred burial ground, they get aggravated. <laughs> and you've got to go kill the restless spirits. Like, they're dead. They're already dead. So you got to now, now leading the Tonka charge, that's kind of fun. Because you got to go kill some orc spirit. Okay, well, that's always fun. But the one that just burns my ass like a three-foot flame out there is that one set of quests. I, I call them the Easter Island quests because it's right at the... Thing that there's this big excavation. This is an excavation where they're digging up these these walrus monuments, more or less. Okay, yes. now, all right. Now, I knew this was going to be bad. I knew it was going to be bad when they said, okay, identify these elder stones. <laughs> what identify them? You don't know where they are? I can see them from here. There's one. There's the other one. And there's that one. There you go. <laughs> Give me my I don't need to go in there. 
I don't need to go in there. There's stuff in there that doesn't like me. And you there's know? a lot of stuff and in there. There's a lot of that stuff in there. I mean, I can see them from right here. What? You mean, I, can't, I know you're a walrus, and your strength lies in, well, your fuzziness <laughs> and your teeth and the fact that you knew the Eggman. <laughs> but honestly... You can't see those stones over there? I need you to go in. Ah, shoot. Okay. So I walk in. And I kill a bunch of stuff. And I go over. Identify a stone. Fight through some more stuff. Fight these demon hounds. And get something. I don't know what the hell I had to pick up from them. But you got, I mean, if there's a demon hound anywhere, you got to get something from it. You know, it's kind of like the plagued swine that Melissa seems to be so <laughs> Bastards. All right, so get all those things identified. Okay. Oh, yeah, you had to get gnomish grenades. And blow up these platforms. Okay. Well, John Wayne could have just thrown a grenade right up on there. Well, we'll give that a shot. Can't use that weapon here. You're out of range. So you got to haul your ass around the excavation site now. And then you see this guy. I mean, you've got to get past kind of this little mini boss looking thing to get to one of the other platforms to blow up. And I just killed him as a matter of course because, well, he was there and I was cutting a swath of you know, destruction and pestilence and, you know, he needed killing. I get back to the thing, turn in whatever the hell I had to turn in. And said, okay, go kill this guy. I just killed... Okay, you're sending me around to blow this crap up, but you didn't say, we want you to kill the guy. You said, oh, we'll deal with him later. Like he's in a cave or something. <laughs> no. How many times did I have to go down in that damn dig site? So I go kill the thing. All right, I'm seething. Then I come <laughs> back, and they say, escort the spirits of the elders to their stones. Okay, big fat why? Why do I get... <laughs> Okay, number one. All right. They're spirits dead already. Nothing's going to hurt them. Okay. They don't know where their stones are. Why do I have to take them? Why am I hauling my ass back in there? Just say, okay, yeah, here's your stone. Oh, thanks. God, never been so mad in my life. Then there was this other, this other thing I was looking at, and I think it's about where the gnome nuclear reactor is over there no more gone light as it were <laughs> uh and yeah the sentries that the spider looking things i remember because i was running through there uh i've got to have my visibility on my computer set down to pretty low because you know the machine's having some issues running the game i'm running through there and the next thing i know here's all these gnomes now when you run into a passel of gnomes you know, it's just, it's sort of like, you know, you just stepped in dog crap. It's like, oh, man, now I'm going to have to get this thing, these things out of my shoes, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's been kind of interesting for me. The, uh, for me. the fire Festival's back in town. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's that time of year, and i got to tell you, fire Festival is my favorite holiday. I don't know why, it just is. I mean, I really like Howl's End. And I really like Brewfest. But Midsummer Fire Festival, for some reason, I just really like. It's just cool. You know, and you get enough people dancing around that ribbon doing the ribbon dance. Holy crap, it looks like a magic exploded. <laughs> uh so I've gotten a lot of XP doing that. 
<laughs> and it makes me very happy. Extinguishing the fires has been a big pain in the ass because, you know, obviously no flight points there. But I got my bovine ass handed to me in Ashenvale, though. I was not pleased about this. Um, some 68 Death Knight just kicked my ass. And I mean, I'm not, I mean, this is on a PvE server, right? I'm not thinking this. I mean, I've never really, I actually PvP'd with the cow a little more than I thought I had. But still not a ton. I'm just trying to run back through town, just trying to get to the next one. And I get death gripped. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, damn it. Bastard. So, yeah, I died. Now the guy had his ghoul on me, and, you know, that's just wrong. On so many levels, it's just yeah, wrong. Yeah, So anyway, but one thing that I've noticed, and it's kind of interesting, is um, when I've come, when I came back to uh, play on the PvE server from playing the Dwarf, which, uh, you know, obviously, I'm on a PvP server there. It's made me more wary, really. I'm sort of, like, creeping around a little bit. I'm like, wait a minute, nothing's going to attack me here. Okay, yeah! Good! <laughs> Excellent! Uh <laughs> It's like going from a manual to an automatic car. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, that is an excellent analogy, actually. That's pretty much exactly what it is. The, uh, yeah. Uh, pally. I hate the pally. Oh, <laughs> well, no arguing for me there. I, I'm with you. But, you know, it's been good playing the, uh, it's been good playing the cow again. Now, it's, all, it was also kind of interesting. I was looking through achievements. And it surprised me how little I've done with the cow, actually, to get him to the point that he's at. Because, <laughs> you know, there, you know, to get Lore Master of Eastern Kingdoms, Lore Master of Kalimdor, you've got to have X number of quests. And I think it's like 700 in each continent, something, something like that. Yeah, I have no and idea. I looked, at, I looked at, at it for the cow, and, <laughs> dude, I've got like a couple hundred <laughs> on each side and I'm starting to look at the maps now and not because I need to just because I want to see how much I have left to discover there are places I, ain't, I hadn't been before looking around going how did you make it how did you go past this how did you miss this <laughs> what were you thinking and really what I was thinking was must make it to next level must level <laughs> And really, it made me realize exactly what I'm doing with the cow. And I didn't really, I hadn't really known it consciously. The cow's sort of the tip of the spear for me. He's just plowing through, you know, sort of, sort of seeing what's out there. And then I clean stuff up with later characters. You know, that doesn't do the uh, cow any favors, really. I mean, I'm never going to be, maybe the cow's never going to be, you know, this massive, tweaked out kind of tune. But he's the cow. He's the you know, cow. I'm, I'm a fan of the cow. Have you gotten to the Tonka that cr that you have to escort that cries a lot? No. Wait. <laughs> oh, you get a Tonka that cries a lot. I think it's a toss-up if you get a male or a female. I I have um, gotten females. They're the most pathetic freaking things in the world. When they're <laughs> worse than the too. oh, worse than the Torin female. I think even worse than the Torin female. You know that one you have to escort oh. when you're doing uh, the Thousand Needles quest. Yes. <laughs> uh, but she at least doesn't stop and cry every two seconds while you're escorting her. This thing does. Listen, there's one. There's a not elf quest in um, uh, Dark Shore. That you're escorting, the son of a bitch goes to sleep. He will what? lay down, and go to sleep. Like, every, 
few hundred yards. I mean, really, he will. He'll just lay down there. Oh, my God. And you've got to pull this horn to wake him up. <laughs> I mean, it's like the, you know, you know, the colossal horn of Alec farts or something like that. <laughs> I have never seen such. It is hilarious. I mean, it's like, what are you, a peon? <laughs> That's going to be a blackjack. <laughs> really, swag. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's as bad as like, oh, there's this freaking goblin in Unguru Crater, another lovely escort, that you have to escort back, but he keeps passing out. Uh -huh, this yep, one? I've done that one. <laughs> and you gotta like, like toss water on him to wake him uh -huh. up. Yep. Yeah. It, isn't he on top of the like the big flaming molten lava thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's on top of the freaking mountain that you gotta escort him down the mountain and then through Unguru mm -hmm. while he passes out on you. I remember. <laughs> God, but no, she doesn't pass out or anything. She just stops and cries while you're being getting your ass kicked. So you're getting ganked. Yeah. You're getting ganked. She's sitting there Ooh, hoo, hoo, with like a little help. <laughs> yeah. Oil, please. Is <laughs> up. Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. Hello, ladies, and what's my line? Gentlemen, and welcome to another full wonderful... Oh, God, it's so sunny outside. Oh, sorry, wonderful Zogblog. Now, as I'm sure by now, most of you have noticed, unless you live in Antarctica and or Northrend, it is now the most favoritist season of the year, which is summer. Wonderful thing, summer. It's warm. The beaches, the water's warm. It's easier to set things on fire. Wonderful things having to do with summer. Uh, and you know, sometimes you just need to cut loose from everything. I have been making my efforts, I do say, to play World of Warcraft and get those last couple of levels up so I can get finally into Northrend. But with all the things in the coming month, I'm not gonna lie. As usual, it's been difficult. And besides, there's so much out there, such as oxygen. Oxygen, highly underrated. Needed to breathe. Well, I don't, but you do. Needed to breathe. And nitrogen. It's explosive. There's also nitrogen. And... Okay, so maybe there's not that much in the real world, but still, people, gotta remember that there's a life outside of that in front of your screen. So, if I'm by now, I'm sure you all know, this is the first episode, or, sorry, the last episode before our summer hiatus. Now, I want all of my listeners and fans to be good little zoglings and mercilessly torture anyone in their spare time, but... Do not fear, Zog of XP will return. Now, before I leave, before I leave you for these whatever odd holidays, I come to you proposing a new section, a new light, a new era of Zog. I give you Zog's Question of the Month. And what this is, this will be a very, very quick little two-liner thought or question I have then my so-called opinions on said question, and then 
I will turn to you, the viewer, the listener, the fans, the so on and so forth, for your input. Every month I will pick the, the one single most interesting response that I get and read it out here on Fort La Horton Radio, followed by, in the next episode, another Zog's Thought of the Month. So, for example, if I kill a gnome in the forest and no one is around to hear it, does it still count as a crime against the Alliance? The correct answer, of course, at least to me, and hopefully to you, is they're gnomes. Nobody really cares in the first place. And they're crunchy. Gnomes are crunchy, too. If you are interested in giving your input, whether it be correct or not, give me an email. I believe it is on the account. Oh, sorry, not on the account. I believe it is on the website that's the word i'm looking for on the website as well as read out at the end of every episode i will try by i will try by the next uh, by the time we restart by, for our 2 year anniversary to have a brand new shiny zog of xp only email account for you folks to write into but until then honestly what are you still doing listening it's summer i am going to the beach Strength and honor for the Horde. Hi, welcome to Thundermeats, Azeroth's finest butcher shop and brewery. I'm Thunderstep. What can I get for you? Oh, you're not here to buy anything. You're here to listen to some of the old stories I might have hanging around the joint. Well, grab yourself a chair, pull up a seat by the fire, and get ready to listen to some of the old fish stories. Or as I like to call them, Fishing in the Nether. We join our heroes. Get out of the way, you idiot! Ah! For the Evan Blade! Behind you, Master. Death and decay, you bastards! This is not good, Master. <coughs> A gone pest! Tell me about it. This was your idea, Onyx. You! Get over here! Now stay down! I didn't think it would lead to a prison break, duck! Weren't you the one who said if it sounds easy then you're missing something? Shield yourself! Bada boom! Woo! What do you know? Electric wind mummies are made of meat too! Ugh. You and that damn corpse explosion! More incoming! A few hours earlier. We have to be careful, Master. The consortium are ruthless. Just remember, if it sounds too easy, then you're missing something. Onyx, I'm not a total idiot. Between you and Kasori, I've been warned about that. What, like 20 times? Before even setting up this little meeting? That may be true, Master, but you need to know what you are getting into. You said yourself you had never really dealt with a consortium before. At least you had the sense to let Annie Ed watch over Munchbug while we had this meeting. I still can't believe she volunteered for that. At least we know he'll be safe. Possibly spoiled rotten, but safe. There's the storm spire, Master. We're meeting with Nexus Prince Hammerod. How'd you pull this off again, Onyx? I'll have you know the Netherwing have contacts when needed. <laughs> uh, so where do we go then? Ah! You must be Master Thunderstep and Onyx. 
His Majesty said you would be coming and that I could not miss you. I see he was correct, as always. Please, come with me. Well, that's nice at least. I don't like this. Why not? Just because they had someone waiting for us. Precisely. That is not something the Consortium does. No, it is not usual. And we are not deaf either, gentlemen. We are aware of our reputation, as I am sure a death knight is aware of his. Hey, now. Nothing more need be said, sir. We understand each other now. Now then, I regret to inform you that you will not be meeting with the Nexus Prince. Oh boy, here it comes. <clears throat> you will be meeting with his daughter. Ethereals have kids? Oh, now this is interesting. This is not what I had expected at all. Wow, they even look cooler than I had expected. Um... My, oh my. Aren't you the most beautiful Netherwing ever seen? Such enchanting violet eyes. You must be Onyx. Oh, uh... Oh my. Uh, uh pleasure, your, your majesty. And the pleasure is all mine. And this hulking statue of malehood must be Thunderstep. My word, aren't you... big and... handsome. In a deadly sort of way. <laughs> pleasure to meet you as well. If I was not dead, I'm sure I'd be blushing. I've not felt a tingle like that, well, well ever. <laughs> now then, make yourselves comfortable, gentlemen. We should be comfortable when discussing business. More pillows and refreshments for our guests. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you, your majesty, but, uh... Just Serafina, please. I'm hoping we can all become good friends here. No need to be so formal. Oh my, yes. Onyx, you're blushing! Ugh, there goes my advisor. Alright then, Serafina, let's get down to business then. First off, I just want some kind of assurance that everything here will be kept confidential. What we need help with is sensitive, to say the least. I thought your message to Father was a bit vague. If it's as, um sensitive, as you suggest. Well, I'm sure we could work something out. <coughs> um, yes, uh, uh... I'm dead and I caught that innuendo. Right then, um, Serafina. Well, we need some scholarly advice on a rather obscure subject. Well, now, this is a novel line. It's not often someone comes to the consortium for cognitive goods rather than physical. Oh my, but my dears, I'm sure I can get you whatever information you desire. For the right price, of course. Isn't that right, you gorgeous dragon, you? Oh, I'm... I'm sure we could work out a deal. Oh, that's the spot. Oh. Cognitive goods? The heck is... Um, Onyx, back, back on task here, buddy. Huh? Uh, oh, 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 uh, Miss Serafina, please. As much as I appreciate the head-scratches, we really do need some information. Yes, yes, of course. So what information are you boys seeking? Uh, well, as odd as it sounds, we need information about reality. 
and things that could be outside it? What? Reality? Things from outside? Look, I don't deal in philosophy, boys. If this is some kind of joke... No joke. Again, this is sensitive information we are trusting you with. We, that is Onyx and I, have come into something... Well, not of this reality. Mm, Now you have my attention. However, if you want all of it, I need proof. Proof? What kind of proof? Well, I'd like to see this object for one. Test it a bit. You know, I can't just take the words from a pretty face, boys. But how are we here? Will this do? It's a piece of the object in question. Master? Um, how and where did you get that? Fell out after a little group powwow in Booty Bay. Leave it at that. A bit fleshy for my taste in items. But it feels real enough, and I can sense some very strange vibrations in the tissue. Well, just from what I can feel, I'll go along with your assertion that this is from outside reality. I won't fully accept that until I can test it, of course. Of course! As for your information, what I said before is true. I don't deal in philosophy. Truth be told, I deal more in the transport of things. However, that often turns out to be information. I think I may actually have someone I was transporting that would be ideal for you to talk with in this matter. Wait. We thought the ethereals were from outside reality. We hoped... well, uh... (laughs) Oh, I get it. You thought we were from outside reality and we could tell you what this thing is, huh? It's not that simple, boys. Sure, we traveled the Twisting Nether and have been around, but we're still part of this reality. The contact I have in mind, though, well, let's just say he falls between the cracks. Between the cracks? I don't quite follow. Well, you're not going to either until you meet this person, and that's not going to happen until we discuss payment. And my dear boys, I think I have just the deal for you. Oh, dear. Now, now, don't be like that. All I had in mind was a simple errand. Wait a second. Simple? Oh, it couldn't be easier. This contact of mine from outside, if you will. Well, he was supposed to be picked up on my cruise and then moved along to his ultimate destination back on your homeworld of Azeroth. However, it seems as if you two big strapping boys could use his services more than I could. That in the pickup point is um, a bit inconvenient for me. If you two act as my representatives and move him along to his final goal, that gets what I need done and gets you in contact with him. Well, that makes some sense. It's just... We'll do it. We'd be happy to. Onyx! Wonderful. Here are the papers. Just sign here and here and initialize here. Uh, yeah, right. Um, uh, done. Beautiful. Onyx, what the hell? Weren't you advising caution? The whole if it sounds easy? Master, this is a rare opportunity. Getting what we want from the consortium for a simple ferry job. We had to jump at it. Well then, now his safety is in your hands, gentlemen. I'd get cracking and get him out on his way as soon as possible. 
His name is Pan Long, and I'm sure he's waiting. Whoa, 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 wait a second. What do you mean protection and get him out? Oh, no. Oh, didn't I say? How forgetful of me. He's royalty, and his family would be rather upset if he gets harmed. And the silly twit was out here exploring when he got captured by the Ethereum. You know that set of fanatics? You'll have to break him out of his prison. I'm sure one of the guards has a key. But I'd hurry if I were you. Yeah. Simple, Onyx. Really simple. Back at the Ethereum prison complex. Ah! Damn it! Ugh. Who would have thought people made of rags and energy could hit so damn hard? Batter up! Getting overwhelmed here, Master. Have you found any keys yet? Ugh. I, I think so. All this stuff is so weird, it's hard to tell. Those are the prison bubbles, though, right? Yes. Quickly, Master, head that way. I will hold them. Hold the opening, Onyx. I'll see if I can find this pan long. Just hurry, Master. Uh, let's see. Bubbles, bubbles everywhere. Oh, to hell with this. Screw subtlety. Uh, here, this looks important. Gah! Twenty damn bubbles in here, and only one had a prisoner? Yeesh. Hey, hey, you. Are you Pan Long? Serafina sent me. I'm here to get you. What? What in the nine hells? What? you never seen a Pandaren before? No. No, I guess you have not. Look, we can talk about how odd I am after we get out of here. Lead on, cowman! What have Onyx and Thundersteps gotten themselves into? What the heck is a Pandaren? And is it a desperate ploy to appeal to the fanboys? What is it with Azeroth and talking humanoid animals anyway? Learn the answers to all this and more next time on Fishing in the Nether. Next time on Fishing in the Nether. What? Look, the connection here is really crappy, so you'll have to speak up. Your son? Yeah, I sent some of my boys to get him. They'll bring him home as soon as possible. Who'd I send? Oh, um, a torn death knight and a netherwing dragon. Yeah, I know, a really odd couple. But don't worry, you can do whatever you'd like to them once they get your son back to you. I know how important security is to you. Yes, and that no one should know where you and your people live. Yes, Your Majesty. I expect payment in the mail as soon as possible. It's a pleasure doing business with you. I'm sorry, boys, but business is business. Who are you? <coughs> Listen, Miss Pris. If you just sent them into harm's way, then I'm going to start unraveling you one thread at a time. Grandmaster Z will not be able to provide us with one of his fabulous mod tips for this show. Reason being, there was a story I told quite some time ago about a guild made of ours by the name of Troll Sky who got a Mechanohog and giving everyone rides on it. Well, Grandmaster Z was one of those people, and I did make mention of how our friend Troll Sky kind of 
just gets it in his head to go off cliffs and things when people are riding with him. And at one particular point, I know Grandmaster Z did escape from this fate. Uh, unfortunately, he must have forgotten, or, well, Troll Sky was just a little too fast for him this time, but unfortunately, um, Troll Sky was, was graciously giving uh, Grandmaster Z a lift through Dalaran and decided to go through uh, uh, the underbelly with the tunnels, and before he could escape, uh, just shot right out. Just shot out one of the things and discovered that Mechanohogs don't fly. In fact, we actually have uh, a small sound for you here of Grandmaster Z when this event actually happened. So, as soon as we're able to uh, dig him out of the ground, we will get him back up, we'll dust him off and everything, and, and, and he'll be ready uh, for our second anniversary show to bring you mods galore. really bored with the game. I mean, I've been playing on the Alliance for about six months now. I'm level 60. Playing a PvP server, but something's missing. I'm like, LFG, and people send me tells with, you could be main healer. And I'm like, huh? And I usually lose connection from the lag in Ironforge. I mean, I have my Arcanine Reaper! Combined with Seal of Righteousness and... Oh, oh, it's just amazing. Not some healing bitch. I mean, just because I am a protector of all that is holy, one assumes I'm some sort of a priest? Do I look like I want to be celibate? Then, on top of that, I am destined for mockery. I have a full Lawbringer set, which decreases my Hearthstone time. I mean, when would a paladin ever need a faster Hearthstone? So I decided it's time for a switch. Now I play a troll shaman! <laughs> when I say LFG, it's like BAM! Invites fly! Whoa! <laughs> but that's not the best part! Stonums! 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 So not only am I doing crazy DPS, but I increase my parties as well! <laughs> what? You want to heal? Sure! I'll throw down a healing stream totem while I cast Frost Shock! And who needs mana potions when I can just plop down a mana tie totem while I cast Frost Shock? Or hell, why don't I just self-res? And BAM! Cast for a shock! <laughs> no downtime, faster paced action, and not everyone has blonde hair! My name is Deity, and I'm a switcher. Although, my racial ability does kinda suck. There is a new source online for timeless shapes and lasting gifts. www.solidsymbols.com there you will find miniature sculptures depicting ancient things. Tiny relics, perfect for hanging on any wall in your home, dorm room, or office cubicle. William Shakespeare, the yin and yang, a trilobite, the Celtic cross, runes, dragon heads, the eye of Horus, strange faces, the Egyptian scarab. Many varieties of these and new pieces added every month. These are rare castings made in the United States by a single artist and will prove to be the most unique, affordable, and tasteful gifts that you will ever find. Please visit www.solidsymbols.com and find your solid symbol. 
And in case you were wondering, yes, that is Anim 5. And no, that wasn't like a joke ad. That was an honest-to-God real ad for Solid Symbols. That is a little home business that Anim 5 is doing up. And we highly encourage you to go check it out, please, at www.solidsymbols.com. Very, just, just neat little cool things. And in fact, we even have a picture up on our website, uh, which shows you what I consider to be the portrait of Zog of XP. So check it out on our website. Check out solidsymbols.com. Keep For the Horrid Radio up and running. Buy something, please. Thank you. There is an affliction that strikes World of Warcraft players. They play on the Alliance side. This sad occurrence leads to the destruction and withering of both mind and spirit. Just listen to this poor soul. Hey, and Big V, this is King Varian Wind, a strong wind. I just want to say, you guys suck, and Alliance is so much better. Uh, Shut up, Mom! I'm talking now! Yeah, we're going to win, and y'all suck, and bunch of stupid heads. No, I'm not emo. Uh, Yeah. For the Alliance. Don't let this happen to you or someone you care for. Join the Horde today. We get a phone call. We haven't had a phone call in a while. That's right. I was beginning to wonder if uh, you had paid the bills. I know. I was starting to wonder that myself. But no, we do. We have a phone call, which is awesome and cool and from Fluffy Bunny. Hey, you may remember me. I'm a Fluffy Bunny from a few episodes ago. Uh hit 80 a couple of weeks, maybe a month ago or so. And I'm Raiden Max and Old War, kind of. But it seems every Tuesday and maybe every other Friday or something, the battle group I'm in, Retaliation, I do believe, goes down and crashes for three to four hours. Now, this is the only battle group that does it. What's your opinion? Should Blizzard allow us to get a free transfer? Because the guild I'm in and a bunch of other people... And they're giving threats starting that blood furnace needs a new tra- people on blood furnace need to have a transfer. Just what's your opinion? Should Blizzard give us a free transfer for all the crap they're putting us in? Hey, I'd like to give a shout out to the, uh, the guild Equinox or Equinox on the blood furnace server. I should do Rock Taw, Prida, Electra, Envy, Fitzpones, Not So Squinny, Bioclans, and Reaper. Oh, everyone's great in that guild. Not a single bad person for the Horde. We know Blizzard has been being Blizzard lately, uh, screwing around with that. Should they give you a free transfer? Well, I'm all down for free transfers. I think what the, I think Blizz, I think they should free transfer everybody. I don't even think they should charge. Will they? Well, probably not. Um, but, <laughs> no, they won't. But what I do personally, sure. Yeah, I think they should give you one. Why not? They're yeah, not gonna. But. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's uh, honestly, I don't have. You know, an opinion either way, really. I mean, I've uh, 
I've transferred in the past. I mean, when I first started in the game, I was on Alex Straza, which you, you damn near can't get on it now. Every time you see it, it says locked beside oh, wow. it. So, and that's how I wound up on uh, Medoran because they said you've been selected for a, for, for a transfer. Oh, okay. Get um, the hell off the server. Yeah, noob. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't actually say that. Hello, you're a noob, and you're screwing up everybody's statistics. You will never be a raider, we know, because your rogue is in Intel and Spirit Gear. This tells us that here's your ass. Here's a hole in the ground, and you don't know the difference between them. <laughs> Enjoy your new server, no nuts. We're putting uh, a bunch of other people just like you on Yeah. There. <laughs> so, you know, hey, uh, if if they were to give you a uh, a transfer, then, hey, rock on. Yeah, um, I mean, if it would help, you know, with the battle group, um, I don't know what that's about. It sounds very along the lines of additional instances to me, but... I don't run into that problem. I don't do any of the PvP side, so really can't answer that. Yeah, our battle group is ruin, which I think that's fairly appropriate. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, I don't know. I've never really paid uh, a lot of attention to those stats, or yeah, me neither. That, I gotta because, admit, you know, refer back to the rogue comment anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm all down for it. Sure. Yeah, hey, Why not? rock on. Hey, rock on. And very nice shout-out for your guild there. That is very cool. Yep. Woot. Woot, and thank you so much for co- using the call-in line. Reading of the email. We get an email from Bluke, a Blood Elf Rogue on the Moonguard server, who writes and says, Hey, Auntie Ed and Big V. I'm a longtime listener, and I love the show. I'm writing in because I recently found some cool videos made from a guy that goes by the name of Oxhorn. Love me Oxhorn. Oh, Oxhorn is the best. He has made great and funny videos that I think you and the listeners would enjoy. His Inventing Swear Words series are great and always funny. My personal favorite is his Anti-Elf Anthem. And that is from Bluke on Moonguard server. Yeah, now I like Ox, I like Oxhorn. I particularly like Raffle Mao. Oh, who could not like Raffle Mao? I mean, seriously. And you know, if you haven't seen Raffle Mao in a while, go see. Watch, it. Yeah, go watch it, and then try and get the song out of your head. You'll be walking through the grocery store going Raffle Mao, do 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 do, Raffle Mao, do 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 do. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it's it's like here and it's a small world after all. Uh you're gonna make me play the potato people song just to get that out of people's head. <laughs> yeah. So for all our listeners, it's a small world after all. Wait a minute, okay. I, I hear Disney banging on my door. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Oops. You know what? I think I'll play that backwards. <laughs> Yes, but definitely Oxhorn is the best. He's awesome. My one of my favorite, and he actually teamed up with a couple of other people who do like the machinima, machinimas, um, world of Warcraft. Oh, I, oh, oh! I, did this? he do that one? He does. He I don't know oh, how much. He's a voiceover in it. 
Uh-huh. And, and I don't know how much he, you know, participated as far as the animation side or whatever went. Brilliant. Oh, it was genius. Did he do World of Warcraft too? No. No, that was totally a different thing. Although yeah. that was piss funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> World of Warcraft. That's another good one. If you haven't seen it, I know we yeah. talked about that a while ago. World of Warcraft. Yeah. YouTube, check it out. Hysterical. Yep, it is piss funny, and I know oh. because, well, I just did. It is really good. So thank you so much, Bluke, for listening and for writing in. Yeah, and we get an email from Moonhawk who writes in and says, Hey, bunny-loving Annie Ed and bunny-crushing Big V, Moonhawk here. So I finally made a warrior. Guess what race? Tarn, of course. You poor, sad, deluded man. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. Everyone, a moment of silence for Moonhawk, please. <laughs> he took the plunge. You know, rock on for you for doing it because there's not enough warrior love out there, I don't think. Nope, that's there's, the death game. There's no warrior love. Nope. I mean, seriously, there are warriors just sitting there on the corner in org with, like, tier 40, 40 hundred and seven. Yeah. Gear going, spare some change. Need a tank? Tank. I've, I dual spec for DPS, too. <laughs> I'm Arms Fury. We'll tank for food. Yeah. You know. <laughs> We'll, t- we'll tank for vendor trash. You know? So, yeah. you know. I'm <laughs> Very true. Dude, bless your heart for rolling a warrior. Because that's a long road to hoe right there. But anyway, rock on for you. So, got it up to level 35 now. And there is no other race who's a better warrior. The Tarin doesn't attack the mobs. He plows through them all and leaves none alive to tell about. The great Norwegian bull. Yeah, Tarn for the win. Because have you ever seen an undead warrior? They jump up and down and they flip and they twirl and... Yeah, but Tarn, they just look mean. And I know, I've seen them coming down, bearing down on me in the battlegrounds. It is a hell of a thing to see. But anyway, I digress. Again. He he continues, really enjoying the bull, but I also made a hunter troll. I'm one of the veteran players. I've played before WoW became a land of cotton candy. My first level 60 was a rogue. I really don't like it. I like how easy the hunters are. No offense, Annie Ed. Hunters have it too easy with their personal tank and their distance attacks. Sorry about that. How's your dwarf coming, V? I've gotten my druid up to level 76, but I've stopped there. I've lost the will to live in the world of Warcraft. But that doesn't stop me from listening to the greatest podcast ever. Seriously, I love you all, even you, Zog, even though you may not feel anything because you're undead and all, and ask your succubus why she hadn't called me back. She said she'd call me. Well, let's close that door. That's all for now, I guess. Keep it awesome. Moonhawk. Yeah, thanks for writing that in. The, the dwarf, uh, the dwarf's good. Um, he's kind of cooling his heels in South Shore right now because there's always something going on there. But he's still just one big global cooldown. There we go. I mean, the, the rotation goes like this. S to Q. I've got different key bindings for these things. So, And then it's just sort of like watching him hit something with a mace. Cooling down. Still not cool. 
<laughs> okay, now we're... Oh, damn it. Almost dead. So, yeah, that's kind of how the dwarf's going. Um... <laughs> <laughs> now, now let me just uh, let me uh, ask you there. What what do you think about um, what are you saying about hunters? I mean, hunters. A lot of people have always said that the hunters were easy because of the whole pet gig. It's like you have your own little personal tank, and you have you know, and you're a range fighter. And I think that's the reason why for a while they were the popular class because of that. It, they can be easy as far as leveling goes because of that. It's a great convenience. I will say pets don't hold aggro like you want them to. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Um, they uh, they just don't. I think unless you have the beast mastery spec or something, they, they just don't hold aggro the way they should. And I mean, yeah, you could say that about any range class. I mean, the warlock, the same thing. They're, they're essentially the magic user of the hunter. Yeah. You know, the same exact setup. Well, way to go old school there and call him a magic user. What should I have called that? I don't know. That's just very that's just very D and D Okay. Well, they're a magic user. That's what warlocks are. I mean, now I and I think that was part of the reason why I gravitated to a warlock to try my hand in, mm -hmm. and because it's like, well, it's a hunter in cloth. I like this, and they're bad anyway. I by the I take back. All the comments about clothies and, and squishy and stuff. <laughs> oh, sweet lord. My goodness. They kick ass. Rock on locks. I mean, just don't let anything hit you. But... Yeah, seriously, if you let something get up on you, you've had it. Yeah, you're in but, trouble. If you don't get that fear going really quick on them. And then but... he brings back his buddies. That's all right. You just keep fearing them. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I take back a lot of what I said about the clothies. Man, those guys are kick-ass, and I am enjoying it. But, um, yeah, I can see where a lot of people think the hunters are. Now, you could also argue that people who don't know how to play a hunter play it wrong. Hence uh, the huntard. Hence the term huntard, which hunters have heard many, many times. And that comes and because, yeah out on the open field anybody can send a pet in and shoot something when you're in a group is when you really start knowing who's a huntard and who is not yeah um because i have seen huntards and i have seen hunters who are not by any means a huntard um they're damn scary is what they are so uh yeah it's a you i don't think you know how to play the class until you play it in a group Honestly, that's when you find out how good somebody really is at this class. And it's not, and at that point, it stops being an easy class, I think. Yeah. Well, and, that's so, and that's sort of the same with a madge. You know, a madge in a group is a hell of a lot different than a madge, you know, out in the field. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's the way it is with any class, any thing you do you're you're gonna play differently in a group versus and people who don't adjust their tone as it were just you know how they play in a group versus solo are the ones you look at and say you're a whatever tard yeah because and it takes practice you may not know that right away you're gonna go and play and how you always play and it's up to a very good group of people which is why we do not pug up to your you're a good group of people to kind of politely and nicely say you shouldn't do it that way yeah and don't take offense if they're doing it in a nice i mean the the jerks that you know come up to you and say hey learn to play noob i mean they're just jerks but somebody giving you good advice you should probably like take it yeah and listen because it is a really different uh way of playing the game and those of you who have know how it is and we have gone on long about this so thank you Moonhawk, yeah. for writing in and we'll let Zog know you were asking about his succubus. Yeah. <laughs>
We have an email from Corn of Medoran who writes in and says, Hey, Annie, Ed, and Big B, Corn of Medoran here. I just wanted to drop y'all a message and give a huge shout out to the Off the Air Guild, especially Bugs Reaper and Adia Rain for bringing me over to Medoran and introducing me to the podcast and helping me get a guild invite. You are all awesome. Last but not least, I want to give a call out to the folks in Serenity. Grow up, quit bitching, and learn to play your class already. I would like to give an oh my god, awesome, super, holy cow, wow, this guy is absolutely amazing shout out, wow, to Mooshocks of the Guild Omen Amadorin and BFM, I didn't catch her guild name, thanks to his super elite healing, myself and BMF's Super Frost Arcane Crits, we took down Overthane Balagard, Ice Crown Quest, and the whole quest chain of Battle of Valhalla. I just dinged 78, but was 77 at the time, and thanks to these two skilled players, we three manned all of it. Again, super thanks to them for the help and that awesome quest drop that I couldn't have gotten without them. Thanks a ton to both of you, and can I ask V to send a huge moo to both of them? Loktarogar and For the Horn, corn up off the air. Cool. I actually was on when uh, uh, when Corn was talking about this, and uh, it sounded like these guys were pretty uber. Awesome. That is yeah. really cool that you stumble when you do stumble upon people that are like that. That is so cool. So yeah. awesome. Well, how about the moo? Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> moo! That was a good moo. That was that was actually kind of like a symphonic moo. Symphonic moo. It's a symphonic moo. Okay. Would you like to give another? Would you like to try it again? Mm, not so much. That one kind of took something out of me. I think. Okay. All right. Well, no, I understand. You want to go have a lie down? <sighs> or, or can you carry on? Um. Yeah. Give, give me a minute. Okay. All right. Okay. Hold on. All right. <sighs> Uh, we only have a limited amount of time here. Ah, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm back. So, um, so yeah. So hey, Warren, here's one for you. Moo. And thank you. Uh, we're glad you're having a good time. And yes, thanks to Bugs and Adia for dragging you over and like making you join the guild and forcing you to listen to the pod. We appreciate that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we're glad you're having a good time. All right. So, we get an email from Samatia of both the... Das word's got a lot of A's and G's in it, whatever server that is, and uh, on the Alliance <laughs> and the Earth and Ring server on the Horde. And Samatia writes in and says, Howdy, Annie Ed and Big V. First of all, Big V, I love your accent. It reminds me of home. Oh, how cool is that? That is cool. Sweet. All right. Well, good deal. Glad, uh, glad I can do that for you. Um... <laughs> He works at it too. He actually yeah. doesn't sound like this. Actually, I, I, I sound exactly like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I could do? Something? You think I could make something like this up? No. <laughs> Uh, says, I love the podcast and listen to all of them from the beginning. Where can I get your theme song? I love working out to it. How cool is that? That is very cool. To those who are interested, our fabulous FTH radio theme song can be found at Pod Show. And the song is Bandaneery, and it is done by 37 Hertz, or HZ. All of this, of course, can be found on our lovely website, 
But yes, and actually we only play like 10 seconds of it. There's a whole other song that goes with. Really? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Kind of <laughs> like the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, uh. it, it's like a very long song. Uh, actually, it's not that long, but it's a very nice rendition. It's, cl- it's a classical piece of music. We play classical things here. So very glad you like that. Thank you very much. I have seen the lot and joined the horde. Well, there we go. <laughs> I've been playing World of Warcraft for about nine months, and I have a level 80 human death knight on the whatever the hell that server is with A's and G's, uh, along with a level 68 human warlock. As you can see, I'm a little set in my ways. I started when I went to visit my daughter and grandchildren. My son-in-law and my grandchildren all played, so I got a taste of it. I came home and found out my younger daughter played alliance with her friends, so I joined them and quickly made friends of my own. Eventually, my younger daughter joined the Horde and tried to talk me into joining it also. My son-in-law and grandchildren played Horde and tried to talk me into it, but I said no again stubborn well about two months ago my guild fell apart so my friends and i started our own guild but it's not going anywhere my friend was a level 68 human priest and was asking to join a group to do the ramps she asked me to bring my level 68 warlock about halfway through and we had died about six times the last time my friend died the tank had also died but my friend that ran from the graveyard back to the instance and asked the tank if she wanted a res she did they had a uh, carpal tunnel syndrome i thought they were joking so i typed a little lol the tank got very angry at me and kicked me out of the party Holy crap. I was trying to type an apo- I was typing an apology to her, trying to explain that I thought she was just kidding when she whispered to me some very bad things. So I didn't send the apology but put her on my ignore list. Good for you. My friend asked me what happened and I told her, so she left them in the instance without a healer and which gave me a bit of satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, try and do this instance now, you turd knockers. Anyway, the next thing that happened to turn me to the lot was when I was at Wormrest Temple and was on the middle tier trying to get the daily quest. Sometimes a guard stands on top of the quest giver, making him hard to see. A horde was standing behind the quest giver, and I tried very carefully to right-click the quest giver. Instead, I accidentally right-clicked the horde, which caused me to attack him. Of course, I didn't mean to, and I backed away from... But the NPC already started to attack me. I knew my fate, so I just stood there and emoted an apology to the horde. He laughed and helped the NP and helped the NPC kill me. Hmm. I'm sure he did this to speed things up and put me out of my misery because when I went back up and rezzed, he emoted me an apology and I apologized again to him. Well, I then went to another server because that server is a PvP server and rolled a troll hunter which I love. I joined a large guild and have been very happy there. Everyone's friendly. I do go back to my alliance tunes because I have some good friends there. I try very hard to get them to see the light, but they're close to my age and stubborn too. Thank you for the podcast. I've learned a lot that I didn't know. Keep on podcasting. Samasha. That is awesome. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah, that is filled, that is filled with awesomeness. And, um, yeah. You know, every now and then you do run into a uh, a decent player of the other faction. And uh, I'm glad the I'm, I'm glad this one was horrid for you. That's it's yep. good stuff because I ran into a night elf yesterday that was kind of like that, but not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kind of like that, but not really. But not really. It was yeah, it was like that, but in in a completely opposite way. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I got it. Uh, kind of not really touching upon what you you 
say here, but slightly, and I did mention this to you uh, in the email that I sent back, but I'm just going to throw this out there for anyone else because these are things that I notice and I wish to know who else notices them. Speaking of Wormrest Temple, and there may be some people out there right now sniggering because they know where I'm going with this. The quest giver. Now, I don't know what causes this to happen, but occasionally the quest giver who gives you the daily quest. He's behind a crappy apple tree. No. He's in a box. Close. There is an NPC defender standing there on top of him. Now, I don't know what causes this to suddenly trip because it's not always there, but when the NPC is there now this just may be my server but when the npc is there he's not he's he's really standing on top of him and if you look at this um it appears as though the npc's head is somewhere that it shouldn't be yeah so I'm just, and you really don't want to take the quest from him at that point. Yeah, you're really. Just, you're just kind of going, oh, I don't want to. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, don't make, oh, oh, I don't, oh. Just wrong. This is wrong. So I'm just wondering if anyone else has this. I know I've seen it on my server, and every time I have, I, like, bring it up in guild chat. Because it's just too freaking funny to me. So I don't know if that happens on other servers. And it's just, I think, a question of that NPC being programmed just a little too close but i find these things amusing and i do notice them anyway it's good to know see these are things i bet you didn't know no because i can't get to worm rest temple yet yet get you will you will yeah <gasps> and yeah. then you'll go and you'll agree Shoot, with me that's too yeah but thank you very much for writing in and can i just add that i love that you have playing this game and you got grandkids that is so freaking awesome that, yeah, that rocks. <laughs> that's so rocks i love hearing that that is so cool so thank you so much and i'm glad you're having you found a great guild and having a good time and rock on for you yeah we have an email from sagan who writes in and says dear auntie ed i warn you this is a rant hey, stop 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 no rants nope we're done since okay, when? finished. Come on. Okay, see you. See you. All right, bye. All right, no okay. Ramps. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. Well, you go. Okay. Take care. All right. Bye bye. And we continue. <laughs> <laughs> Big B has found his marbles. They were lost for a <laughs> <They> moment. <were laughs> they have found now. They're Both found. Them. Both of them. Both uh, marbles have been found. Okay. We continue again. I count myself among the many casual players of WoW. Casual meaning that I have seen the sun and it burns without SPF 45. As a casual player, I find myself in a catch 22. I want to raid, do heroics, stay alive in battle groups, and heaven forbid, Ulderar someday. But here lies the problem. My gear is lacking. At least... This is what I have been told many, many, many times. Now, before you think I'm all in greens, that is not the case. I have worked darn hard getting my purples and blues, mainly PvP honor gear. However, they don't seem to satisfy would-be raid leaders or groups. Here is the catch-22. The gear I am told I need for raids, instances, etc. can only be found in the instances I wish to find a group for in the first place. I would pull my hair out at this point, but I don't look good in hats. I did have a ray of hope. I was invited into a raiding guild on the recommendation of a good friend. I was quite happy. I would finally have the chance to roll on the gear I was told I needed so badly and have an awesome time doing it. 
So I continued to grind up to 80, which wasn't very far off. Once there, I would be able to join one of their raids. Now I am 80, and the guild is closing. Again, wanting to pull hair, but fearing the hat look. It seems that some guild officers have chosen to go ally. Yes, sickening as that sounds, it is true. I don't know all the politics behind closing the guild over this issue, but someone said it was because these officers weren't coming to schedule raids, and therefore, why have a raiding guild if no one raided? I would have come! I would have raided! I would have died a billion times at first, but I would have learned! Cry! My dreams have been crushed! They crushed them so hard! Cry! So, what are my choices? I could follow my guildies into the hypocritically biased, immature, and shameless world of the Alliance, or I could start the tireless search for another guild. Sigh. Regardless, my main is moving back to my bank's guild, population three. Thanks for letting me vent. Oh, and I enjoyed the round table immensely, especially Anum's philosophical jaunt for the Horde, Sagan, Blood Elf, Pyromage. Speaking to Sagan upon this problem that she seemed to be having, we managed to coerce her into joining Off the Air. <laughs> and we welcome her into Off the Air and hope she's having a good time. I Unfortunately, I think just due to scheduling, I only kind of came across her once. And it was a brief, like, fly-by-high. Yeah, like, I, said hi. Hi to, I said hi today. Yeah, it was like, hi! Okay, I gotta go, bye. Um, so I really <laughs> haven't had a chance to, like hang or like chat or anything with you sorry about that it's the time of year um and it's also the timing but we do hope you're having a good time and having fun and hey when you are ready we are so like raring to go with you into whatever the hell you want that's right and we won't even bitch about any of your gear no, and, you know, I did talk to her about the, and you are so right, as casual players as we are, uh, especially in Off the Air, we are not hardcore raiders at all. Uh, we're in the same boat, though. We want to raid, we want to do dungeons, we want to progress. It's a catch-22. You can't do that unless you go into the places to get the gear that allows you to progress further. Exactly. You can't get... How do you get experience if you can't get experience? It's exactly. It's the, the old job hunters, you yeah. know, saw. And, you know, let, let's face it, part of what uh, makes everybody in the guild so uh, so groovy is that there are – they do just have myriad outside interests. It's not just, we're raiding every night from 9 to 1. Be there, boy. <laughs> we're going to kick you out. Yeah. Um... It's not, I mean, it's seriously, I mean, it's not like we're – it's not, it's not like we're Ar anybody in the guild's like Arlie Ermy, you know? <laughs> hey, Big B's only 72. Come on, you know? Uh, seriously. <laughs> um, I'm 72. I mean, I'm uh, <laughs> Everybody else is riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels. I'm, uh, I'm slugging out Orient Tundra, you know, with these little freaking Wilford Brimley looking walrus people. Boo. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I, I feel your pain. I've been there quite a lot. Yeah, the only piece, only piece of purple gear I've got is my sword, and it's a sword of uh, the horseman, and it glows orange and summons pumpkin warriors. I mean, how cool is that? that but is so still, I mean, cool. it's not like a raid, a piece of raiding gear, you know? right? But no, who cares? Um, yeah, so I, I hope you're having a good time at least. Uh, and hey, when you're ready to go, we'll go. 
Well, I, well, they'll go. I won't. But well, we'll try to make Big Biggie go. Yeah, just, I want to. I want to go. Yeah, he does. We're gonna I drag him one. Day. We're gonna drag you into something one of these days. I don't know what yeah. yet, but we're gonna drag you into something. Oh, wait, you're gonna drag me into something. You're gonna throw a damn pumpkin head on me. No, worse. There's worse than pumpkin heads. I will take my armor off. <laughs> there is worse things in life than pumpkin heads. And you I ain't what? telling you what they are. <laughs> Let's see. What? You've turned me into a goblin. You've turned me into a gnome. You've put a pumpkin on my head. You've turned me into something that's undead. You've thrown big, happy fun ball at me. <laughs> I get snowballs <laughs> in August. <laughs> What I mean, is I get worse? Turned out what is the, worse? God knows what. There's one more thing we can do to you so far. Uh uh. Know who you oh, want. Yes. Oh, you, oh yes. Oh yes. You do that, then it's on. <laughs> Game will be on. You, don't you do even... not. You do not want to cross that line. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you do not want to go there. <laughs> Oh, we'll have to record it when it when it happens, ladies and gentlemen, so you too can be witness to the fun and games that will ensue. Not laughing. I hear you. But anyway, thank you, Sagan, for writing in, and uh, we do hope that um, our our solution, or at least our offer of joining off the air, has helped. Uh, and hope you're having a good time. And thank you very much for writing in. And we get an email from Clooney of the Forgotten Coast, who writes in and says, Hi, been forever since I wrote in, so here it goes. I'm quitting WoW for the summer. I play far too much, and had only canceled my account for a day when I get an email from Blizz stating that my account was banned for harassment. Thinking to myself, oh great, my account was hacked. I sent mail to Blizz stating that this was wrong and I needed my account back, seeing as I had over a thousand gold across many realms, an 80DK, a 74 Rogue, and a few other characters. Here's where it gets interesting, though. My account was brought back to 102% within three days. By 102%, I mean that I had my main character, Clooney, 74 Rogue, had an extra 200 gold. I had 400 before Axerness, and now 600. So, I'm asking all staff members of For the Horde Radio, what in the name of ham-flavored waffles should I do with the 200 gold? Should I, A, give it back to Blizz because I know I don't deserve it, or keep it for myself seeing as I've been saving for dual specking for about a month? This is all in your hands. I need as much insight on this as possible. Thanks for all the great podcastiness. Best pod ever. Clooney of the Forgotten Coast. Now, mm-hmm. I answered this. Yeah. Uh, to our buddy Clooney here. Yeah. My advice. Tell him to give it back. I, I, well, I didn't tell him to give it, but what I told him was this: make Blizz aware of it, because mm-hmm. you hear too many stories where they do something like this. Yeah. They restore an account. They give you too much. Nobody says anything, and then they catch up with it and say, oh, "You hacked," and then you're banned. Yeah, like that dude that got the developer's weapon. Okay. Well, yeah, he really should have said something. Um, I yeah. mean now. What my thought on this was, it's 200 gold. It's going to be more hassle for them to take it back. Mm -hmm. But at least you can approach them and say, hey, you gave me 200 too much. I wanted, you know, what should I do? I wanted to make you aware of it. That was my advice to Clooney. On that note, I will allow you to read the follow-up. The follow-up is... 
basically sent in a follow-up. They let me keep the 200 gold, and I got my flyer. By the time you read this, I'll be 75 and rode a storm giant and had to run for cover on top of a building covered with undead trolls of every variety. Awesome. Sweet. <laughs> you know, so, it's good to hang with undead trolls. It's always good to hang with undead trolls, and it's even more cool they let you keep it, which I was kind of betting on. I would have been really surprised if you got yourself a GM who, like, would go through the trouble. I mean, because there's got to be trouble to reprogram or whatever code they got to put in or I don't know what. It's just easier to let you keep the damn 200 gold. It's not like we're talking 2,000 here. We're talking 200. Yeah, seriously. You know, so I'm I'm really glad they let you keep it and you got your flyer and you can do it with a clear conscience. There you go. You can sleep well at night. All will be good. All will be good and you don't have to worry about them ever coming back and saying, hey, you hacked in. No, you didn't. So yeah. good for you. Glad you took that uh, advice and I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, woohoo! Woohoo, and thank you for writing in. We get an email from Shaman Magic. What up, Sham? Who writes in and says, Hey, Auntie Ed and Big V, it's Shaman Magic. I'm sorry to inform you that I'm quitting WoW. You may ask why. Well, I do somewhat want to play, but after seeing my brother play hours upon hours of it, doing nothing else but that, and having many experiences with my parents yelling at him for playing too long, too late, or him slamming the computer desk every time I knew I needed to do something. So I don't play and most likely will not play anymore. I do not want to become what he has, and I know I control myself, but just watching my brother play his eyeballs out makes me sick and want to quit. Sorry, guys. Anywho, on better news, I will still listen and enjoy the show like I usually do and still do. And I will forever be whored with pride. I just won't be playing. Sorry, guys. With a final for the horde, Shaman Magic. Wow, well, Sham, it's kind of Ed. Sucks to see you go, man. Yep. Definitely but, uh, sucks to see you go, but yeah, I understand. You got yeah. a lot of people taking breaks from WoW. So, Absolutely. you know, maybe I, I've heard of people taking a year off and then coming back and having a good time all over again. So, you know, well, you, you never know. Yeah, even you took a break between um, uh, Vanilla and uh, BC. I did. I took a, a, like a four-month break in between, yeah. and it was nice. It was very nice, and a lot of people I've noticed are doing that lately. You, you're even seeing it in emails. Um, even just today that we're reading, you know, I'm taking the summer off, uh, I've quit for a while, you know, a lot of people are kind of backing off and I think it's reaching a game set for a lot of folks who have been longtime players who have been playing for a long time. It's just kind of like, there's nothing really to keep you engaged anymore. Yeah. And they're getting tired and just like, mm, I need a break. Well, and that's what was, the, honestly, that's what happened to me. Um, you can, when I hit 70, I mean, you can only run the owl dailies so long. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, then it's like, okay, well, what now? Um, and I think people are finding that even at 80. And even though there is stuff, I mean, there's the tournament stuff, and I'm sure there's other stuff I don't even know about. But it's just kind of, it's the same grind. And I don't know what else, I don't know what they can do to improve that, if anything. I mean, because that's kind of what the game is. Yeah. You know, but it's just people kind of get tired of it. So I don't blame you for taking a break. I don't think you'd ever turn into your brother. No, you shower. You know, we've heard about your brother. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've heard about your bro, and um, dude, I don't think you're in any danger. I don't think you're in any danger, <laughs> but we are very sorry to see you go, and hope you stay in touch and let us know how you're doing. 
Absolutely, man. All right. So we've got another email uh, from Bandell who writes in, Hey, Annie, Ed, and Big V. I haven't been on lately as I've been finishing up school and trying to find a job, which has proven itself darn near impossible. Remember talk of Saturday Night Reaver? Well, I finally sat down and made it. Hope you like it. For the Horde. And we love it. It's a yes, lovely... It- it- <laughs> lovely picture of uh, Saturday Night Reaver, which yes, we were talking about one day, and he just got inspired. So it is up on the website for those who want to check it out and have a giggle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. Thank you for doing that up and for writing in. And we've got one more here that comes to us from Nancy Druid. Nancy Druid! Nancy Druid! Woohoo! Our honorary staff member. That's right. We love us some Nancy Druid here yes, for the do. radio. And she writes in and she says, Dear Mr. V, I would like to offer my sincerest apologies for my greetings in the past few emails. It is very unfair to damage bovine love for the sake of comedy. And I'd like to assure you that the V love is still going strong. Moo! Nancy Druid. Incidentally, I don't think um, it's wrong. I think comedy definitely takes precedent over that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Especially when I'm involved. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. Hey, yeah, comedy rules. And I love them. They're just the most awesome. Oh, they're hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, keep them up. Uh, Because let me tell you, he gets enough. I get dished enough here, okay? See, nobody sends me apologies. No, no, no. It's all about the cow. Because the cow is like uber, uber leap. Well, not really. He just moves a lot. He did step over that line, ladies and gentlemen. It is so going to happen. You, <laughs> I'm going to record it, and it is so going to happen, and you're going to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. It won't be the first time you've recorded me without me knowing it. <laughs> no, I've always, you've always known. Yeah, actually, I did know that. I forgot about it. You did you tell me. Okay. No, wait a minute. You did not. I did not know you were recording me when, when I went through the portal. Yes, you did. I did not. Yes, you did. I did not. You just made sure I was on uh, Skype. You did not tell me you were recording. I did so. You did not. Yes, I did. You go did. back to the episode and you listen. Unbeknownst to Big V, we were recording. <laughs> Like you listen to the episodes. Well, that's when I used to listen to the episodes. <laughs> he stopped listening to the episodes. Can you believe this? <laughs> I listen to the outtakes. Yeah, that's the only thing. He never <laughs> listens to listen to the damn outtakes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, come on. Come on. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yes. Nope. You do. <laughs> you know you do. Nope. Say me now. <laughs> Say it. Say it! Say it! Ah! <laughs> and that will bring us to another exciting conclusion of this episode of For the Horde Radio. We would like to give thanks to Crafting World, who provided the fabulous breaks that we had for this show with the Atkins Switcher and, of course, the ever-popular Froshock! Nice little tribute to you mages and shamans out there. Old stuff. Check out their vids on YouTube because really, I mean, hearing them is amusing, but watching them is all the more fun. And also, big thanks to you for downloading and listening to this show. If you would like to write or call in, you can do this in so many ways. You can write into fthradio at gmail.com. Biggest V 
at gmail.com jazagavxp who hopefully will be getting a new email address when we return from our summer hiatus but currently his email address is n underscore p-r-o-u-t-e-n at hotmail.com grandmaster z at gmx.com and thunderstep at charter.net our call in line 206-888-3130 and as always our website www.forthehorridradio.com where we have our links and our pictures and our things and stuff to look at and go ooh look at that so please check it out and again thank you very much for listening we will return august 16th for our two-year anniversary show which we hope you will tune in for as well and we will return then to bring you another adventure telling flame throwing hope nobody blows up the studio next year episode of That was beautiful. I love it. Now do it again. It was perfect. I love it. It's golden. It sounded completely fair. Now do it again. A troll, a drana, and a human walk into a bar. Uh... And the bartender says to the drana, hey, why the long face? <laughs> Is that a squitter you're eating, or are you happy to see me? So, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God. So... This is uh, this is the way it's gonna go tonight, I think. Uh, All right, okay, uh, we're doing good. <laughs> we're just uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and thank you for listening to Zog's blog. <laughs> No, there okay. is no forgiveness. Da, screw you. Screw you. We do not forgive. No. <laughs> no, we are horde. We hold it against you. We withhold Wintervale gifts. We remove your achievements. Oh, that's really plain and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's really it's plain and dirty. Pick which one. You are dungeon master? Not anymore. That sounds like Blizzard, actually. <laughs> Don't make me get Zog on the line. You don't know what he can do when he's angry. <laughs> call, call me up Saturday. Yo, Zog, we need you. What? It's like, what time is it? I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm, I'm eating dinner with my grandma. Zog, they dish the show. I'll be right there. Okay. <laughs> Enough of this. We have spoken of things that will not be on the show. Will not be on the show. Now we are doing show. We are doing show now, damn it. Damn it. Launch into show. Go, go. <laughs> Hi, folks, and welcome to another exciting edition of View from the Horn with your host, Big V and Annie Ed. <laughs> We'd like to thank the uh, <laughs> View from the Barn Orchestra. <laughs> Thanks, guys. 
Bing, 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 bing. Um, and that's all you got. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>